0: Hello, my beauties, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tea Talk with Sha. Today, we're going to be talking about all the different trending topics all over social media and the internet. And we're also going to be getting into a 2021 topic, talking about goal setting, talking about realistic goals and the things you can actually do to achieve your goals. So you're not going to want to miss this one. Stay tuned. This episode has been sponsored in part by Melanin Tresses by Kim K. What better time to start incorporating self-care into your lives since we've been staying home more? Melanin Tresses by Kim K. has you covered for hair care. Whether you're trying to grow your hair back after a big chop or you're struggling to maintain length and achieve thickness, they have an oil for you. All melanin tresses by Kim K products are all natural and handcrafted with you in mind. Their oils and butters are infused with Avriotic blends, Jamaican black castor oil, and essential oils. The oils repair and help grow long, thick, healthy hair. They're currently offering a buy one, get one half off scalp massagers to pair with your oils. So go ahead and shop now at www.melanintresses.bykimk.com and all the information will be in the show notes. Okay, beauties, let's jump right into these trending topics. So the first one, Heather and Cornelius Lindsay have stepped down from the church that they founded, the Gathering Oasis, aka the Go Church. Um, they This step down has come after fraud allegations um, and an IRS investigation. Uh, a past employee of the church came out last year and spoke about the different things, that you know have been going on at the church: financial fraud, misappropriation of funds, um, using church funds to pay off private credit cards, using um, their personal vehicles and selling them to the church only to keep them for personal use, and. It basically got into a situation where the IRS needed to be involved and, and to look into these things. Cause you know, churches receive special benefits from the government because they are nonprofits. Um, and because they are nonprofits, they are not, um, They're not held to the same financial standards as a regular business. So they have to come in and kind of regulate to make sure that you're not using these tax breaks for your own personal gain. And that looks like that was something that they were doing. Um, so the new pastor is going to be Mace, the, um, the retired rapper, Mason Betha. And, um, Hopefully they can move on into a new era with their new pastor. And I will keep you guys posted as to what's going on with that. Ooh, this is another one. Caesar of Black Ink gets into it with his teen daughter and his uh, new girlfriend, Suzette, and his child's mother. So they all are basically getting into it over a dispute that happened with his daughter, Um, where apparently there were some chores that were not done. Then, um, a verbal argument between her and his new girlfriend who lives in the home with him. And, um, after hearing part of the argument or all the argument, Caesar then got involved and got physical allegedly with his daughter. Now this is the daughter's story. Caesar never confirmed or denied that he, um, basically, you know, beat his daughter up for the way that she spoke to his new girlfriend. So um, then the mom enters the chat and basically says, you know, she doesn't feel her daughter safe over there anymore and that the daughter will be staying with her right now until everything can get sorted out or, you know, for the foreseeable future. I mean, she's 16, so it's possible she might spend the next four years at home with her mom instead of going over with her dad. I think, you know, things definitely happen in life especially in blended families but I think that Suzette coming on social media and clapping back at a 16 year old is really ridiculous I know she posted later that you know she you know she, she stepped out of her own character things were said and teenagers will test you I'm not going to say here in front teenagers will test you I tested my parents I'm sure everybody tests their parents when they're a teenager but there's certain things that are not for social media ever And I truly believe that that is one of those things. And I do think that it's more than just her coming on and saying, you know, this isn't what I wanted to say. This is what I meant to say or whatever. You just don't speak about somebody else's child, especially your boyfriend's child. And then you don't speak about anybody's child, especially things like weight, wigs or whatever. They are not on your level and if you're going to be a step parent you have to keep that line of you know we don't cross this line here okay let's move to the next topic Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell's homes were vandalized so this was Nancy's home in San Francisco there was graffiti all over her um the outside of her home as well as a pig's head and uh Mitch McConnell in Louisville I can't this is too much Mitch McConnell in Louisville and um, they they spray painted, where's my money? They called him a bee and all these things were spray painted on his Louisville home. And these are not their main residences. And this comes after the $2,000 stimulus um, was not able to come to fruition. We only got the $600 stimulus. And that's if you make less than 75 as an uh, individual or 175 as a couple. And then they also did $600 per child. So that should be hitting, um, this week if you haven't gotten the stimulus already, but obviously this has come out of some kind of frustration, um, with the stimulus and people just feeling like politicians are playing with our lives and not making good choices for us. Um, but yeah, no one was hurt in these, uh, vandalisms and more to follow if they find the people that did it. Okay, we're going to move on to another difficult topic. Uh, Nicki Minaj debuts her son, and it comes at a time when she is facing a lot of scrutiny from her husband's past rape conviction. Um, The rape victim has come out and kind of dispelled everything that Kenneth Petty has said in the past about the situation, and she's also disclosed that she is being harassed by the couple for speaking her truth and telling her story. So let's back up a little bit. When Nicki Minaj first got with Kenneth Petty, she said that, yes, there is um, there is a rape allegation. There is a rape conviction in his past, but that it was statutory. So let's just get into the differences really quickly. Statutory rape is rape that is brought on because the party... Um, that was engaging in the sexual content is not old enough to make that um to make that choice for themselves or the person that they were involved with is a legal adult, you know, over 18. It's different for different states, but that's basically the crux of it, right? That's the middle of it. So, the situation that as Kenneth said was it was a a girlfriend In high school, she was younger than him. I guess he was over 17 and she was 15 or something like that. Um, So basically he's trying to say that it was a technicality. They were girlfriend and boyfriend. Her parents found out charging with statutory rape. This happens all the time. And then these people do get put on the sex offender list. This... Though was not the situation according to the victim, she said, yes, they were both Myers at the time of the rape, but she also alleges that it was a rape, and that they were not um dating, they were not sexually involved with each other, that you know Kenneth had a crush on her, isolated her, you know, assaulted her, and she walked away from the situation, knowing that she basically had to go to school and file a police report against him. I just, I really, really don't understand why Nikki keeps associating herself with these kind of people. First, her brother paying for his defense and now her husband. And it looks like she knew about all these I, you know, issues before she married him. I just don't know. It just comes off to me as you know, she wanted her baby and she didn't really care who she had her baby with. I I really, I don't know. That's not something I care to speculate about, but I will say that I really brought this up because the victim is in fear for her life because of telling her story. And I feel like she told her story because he was whitewashing and glazing over her rape. She never wanted to come back out into the spotlight But I think that she wanted people to know it was not a a statutory rape. They were not in a sexual relationship at the time of the rape. So take that as you will. You know, the court documents show her full story. If you want to get into that, it's not that hard to find. If you know Kenneth Perry is his real legal name. So have at it if you would like to. Um, but I will say on this podcast, like I always say on this podcast, we believe victims here. So whatever's going on over there, what's going on over there. Next, there were some engagements. Masika got engaged, Natori Naughton and Rotimi. Congrats to all the happy couples. Um, These engagements happened over the holiday weekend between Christmas and New Year's, and we wish these couples the best. And last but not least, the Georgia runoffs are today. If you live in the beautiful peach state of Georgia, please get your mail-in ballot into the ballot box today Or um, please go and vote in person for the Senate runoffs. It is very crucial um, as we've seen. And I know voter fatigue is real, but we definitely have to get in there and exercise our rights to decide what the Senate will look like. I mean, the stimulus, there's other things that are on the docket that are very important to our daily life. And we need to make sure that we get in there and have our voices heard. Okay, guys, this has been the trending topics this week. Stay tuned for our sports update.
1: Hello, hello, hello out there and welcome to the sports update with J-Rob. I will be covering week 17 of the NFL. So let's get started. The Washington football team beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Washington clinched the NFC East with the win. The Buffalo Bills destroyed the Miami Dolphins. The Buffalo Bills beat the Dolphins by 30 points and knocked them out of the playoff hunt. The Baltimore Ravens beat the Cincinnati Bengals. The Ravens clinched a playoff berth with the victory the Cleveland Browns defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers the Browns are back in the playoffs for the first time since 2002 the Minnesota Vikings defeated the Detroit Lions the Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins threw for 405 passing yards along with three touchdowns the New England Patriots beat the New York Jets the Patriots outscored the New York Jets 21 to 7 in the second half The Tampa Bay Buccaneers destroyed the Atlanta Falcons. The Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady threw for 399 passing yards along with four touchdowns. The New Orleans Saints beat the Carolina Panthers. The Saints have now secured... The number two seed in the nfc the green bay packers beat the chicago bears the packers clinched the num- number one seed and will have a bye next weekend the indianapolis colts defeated the jacksonville jaguars the colts clinched a playoff berth with the victory The Tennessee Titans beat the Houston Texans. The Titans clinched the AFC South with the victory. The Los Angeles Chargers defeated the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chargers quarterback... Justin Herbert threw for 302 passing yards along with three touchdowns, Los Angeles Rams beat the Arizona Cardinals after starting six and three. Arizona did not qualify for the playoffs. The Seattle Seahawks defeated the San Francisco 49ers after a Super Bowl appearance last season. The 49ers will not be in the playoffs. The New York Giants defeated the Dallas Cowboys. Both the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys uh, were eliminated from the playoffs because Washington beat Philadelphia. Now on to wild card weekend. I will give you the playoff schedule for Wild Card Weekend. So let's start with Saturday, January the 9th. So on Saturday, January the 9th, the Indianapolis Colts will be at the Buffalo Bills at 105 on CBS. The Los Angeles Rams will be at the Seattle Seahawks at 440 on Fox. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be at the Washington football team at 840. 15 on nbc so let's move to sunday january the 10th on sunday january the 10th the baltimore ravens will be at the tennessee titans at 105 on abc the chicago bears will be at the new orleans saints at 440 on cbs and the Cleveland Browns will be at the Pittsburgh Steelers at 8-15 on NBC. And this has been the Sports Update with J-Rob. Have an awesome week and enjoy the playoffs.
0: Okay, guys, you know what time it is. My favorite part of the podcast where I get to go into detail on something or shine a light on something that I've been interested in. And this week it's goal setting. So I have a weird relationship with goals, especially New Year's resolution goals. I just feel like sometimes people go over the top with them. They're not things that are attainable. They don't follow through past January complete waste of time right so yesterday on our tea talk with shot instagram if you don't follow it go follow it i do lots of polls over there and little things where you guys can tell me how you feel about certain things so i can kind of gauge what topics you want what you want to hear more or less of it's just a little place like an analytics place for me and you also get reminders about the new episodes that are out and then giveaways and such like that when they come so definitely follow our instagram page Um, but I really had a weird relationship with goals because I really just felt like, what's the point of January 1st, starting a goal that you can't see through? What's the point of having all this enthusiasm for something? And then at the end of the day, it ends up being nothing. You know what I mean? So this is why I really felt like goals and goal setting just wasn't it for me at the time. But this year, I feel like with covid and the pandemic well, that is covid um <laughs> but with everything going on this year, I really feel like we do need to make a distinction between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one because there's certain like bad habits that we've picked up um over the pandemic that I feel like we need to break out of, whether it be the you know covid nineteen like the the nineteen pounds for covid. Or if you just got into a mental rut because of everything that's been going on in COVID, you know, canceled weddings, canceled baby showers, canceled vacations, canceled graduations, and you've just kind of given up on a lot of things because of um, these huge milestones that you haven't been able to celebrate or things like that. So I felt like this year it is essential for us to kind of set goals, set the day apart, set the year apart, and start off on a fresh slate. then I'm wondering, like, how do you really do that? What does that look like? The goals you've actually met, how did you meet them? How did you stick to them? So I came up with a little list, um, and hopefully it'll help you the way it's kind of helped me. And maybe some of these things won't be resolutions that fall off by January 15th. Maybe you can really hold these until you either complete them Or, you know, some of them will even be continuations into next year, but at least you'll really be making progress on these attainable goals. So the first one that I have is start big, then go small. Think of your biggest dream. What's your biggest goal? What does your dream life look like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? What are you driving? Where are you living who's around you, write all of this down, write all of this down. And I would also recommend just getting like a, um, like a Google doc. If you're a computer person, or if you're a writer like me, like to write things down, get just a little dollar store, dollar tree notebook, and just write all of that down. Just not even in like Sentences, just big goal. This is my big goal, and everything that goes into it. It smells like pizza. It looks like money. I'm living in a mansion. I'm driving a C class. Whatever it is, that's your big goal, right? Put that in a little box, box it off all the things that your big goal entails. Then drop down and say, okay, to get to my big goal, what do I need? Well, for the C class, you need money. You need car insurance. You need, um, to shop and research what car you want. You need a dealer information, you know, so you wanna break down those big goals into smaller goals and just draw it, draw it in the Google doc or draw it on your paper, you know, to get these bigger goals, I need this goal. You know, I need this to be done to get to these bigger goals. So that's step number two. What smaller things do you need to complete your larger goal? What are the small things you can do weekly, daily to to get to that larger goal? And and then, you know, you can start as as much as a project planner, you want to get into it. Then you can start breaking it down. So by this week, I should have this. By next week, I should have this. By the following week, I should have this. And every week, just kind of go through and check down, check down, check down. And like I said, some of these might be three or four year goals, but if you have a little mini goal that you can reach at the end of every week, you're more likely to stick to it. So that's the third thing, weekly checkpoints. Go through and check in with yourself. What have I done this week? What have I not done this week? Am I doing the things that I know that I need to do in order to to meet this goal? If I'm not, what do I need to double up on next week to meet this goal? Everything that you really want to do is achievable because I really truly believe if you can say it out of your mouth and have intention for it, then you can have it. So it really just breaks down to the things that you may need now things that are weekly checkpoints that are financial, that might mean sacrificing other things. You know, you can't, maybe possibly you're not a person who can eat out every week if you need to save money so you can put that down payment on the C-class. You know what I'm saying? Like, that might be something that you have to do. Or if, you know, your new larger goal is to have a fantastic new vessel for your soul I want to call it a new body you want to lose weight you want to get healthy you want to see different body parts shrink um and maybe some even get bigger whatever your goal is then I truly feel like that's something that you know you need to do and at the end of the day it's just something that you have to make yourself aware that this is not going to be easy and it's not going to come easy. So that leads into the fourth one realistic goals. Now, when you have your big thing, your big dream, whatever it could be, it may not be the most realistic and that's good. Honestly, the bigger the better. So if it's not that realistic, that's great. But Realistic goals leading to that big goal is is crucial because you want to do something that you know you can do. Don't set up, you know, Olympian style workouts for yourself and then be surprised when you quit after two or three weeks. Start small. You know, if you're not doing anything, start with walking, then go to jogging, then go to running, right? Don't try to run a marathon in your first week. You will burn out. You will not complete your goal. Let's just put it out there. You set up these high mountains for yourself to climb in the beginning. Not realistic, not super um, feasible to can be consistent with anything you really want. You got to be consistent with it. If you think you're going to do it for a day or two and it's going to get difference, it's really not. So realistic goals help you to achieve your goals. And then the next one, don't share your goals. I know we're in a sharing Instagram, social media, everybody's sharing this, sharing that everybody wants to share, share, share. And it's great to be transparent. It's great to be open, but certain goals, I truly feel like you need to just keep to yourself, keep your goals to yourself in their infancy, right? When they get bigger, when they're more pronounced and people are already kind of seeing what's going on with your goals. Then you want to give a little insight. Nobody's saying to be secretive, but don't share your goals in the beginning because it's less about people helping you be accountable. And it's more about people seeing you not meet the things that you maybe thought you would meet as soon as you would meet them. And it can be discouraging. And then everybody has an opinion. It's in my opinion, better to just keep it to yourself. And keep it pushing. And people will ask you about your goals before long. You won't have to just run around sharing your goals. Okay. Forgive yourself and be kind to yourself. In this goal setting, in this goal digging Process, you're going to forget, you're going to fall, you're going to outright, you know, be defiant against your uh, weekly goals and your checkpoints. And you have to forgive yourself for the things that you weren't able to complete and be kind to yourself as you take your time to complete these goals. It's not always going to be easy all the time. And you really, really have to give yourself grace to stop when you need to start when you need to all that good stuff to take breaks to to modify your goals once you started it might not be something you thought you could do but then you realize like this isn't something that I really can do so I'm not going to be so hard on myself as to say wow you're completely failing in this area I'm going to modify my goal to something that's achievable right now or Put it to the side and create some smaller goals leading up to it. Listen, I wanted an 800, you know, point credit score while planning a wedding. Not going to happen. And, you know, everybody's different. But at the same time, it's like you can't beat yourself up for things you know are out of your control. Do what you can. Modify your goals. Keep it pushing. The next one, make a vision board, you know, and not just of random pictures of things that you like cuz that's cool too. Um that could be like a motivational collage, but a real vision board is you taking those big things that you put in the beginning and really take like what does it look like? What putting a um like a vision, you're putting uh physical pictures to your, you know, manifestation of what you're thinking, what you want, put, you're putting it out there. You're finding it in picture form and you're reminding yourself visually every day. This is what it looks like. This is what it looks like. This is what it looks like. I know in my dorm, when I was a freshman, I had a little sign that I made that said, I want to be a lawyer. And I hung it right next to my bed. And every day when I woke up, I saw that little, that little poster that I made that said, I want to be, a. my freshman roommate can attest that this is real. Um, I I woke up every morning and I saw that and I was like, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a lawyer. And, you know, obviously I'm not a lawyer now, but I just think that getting up every morning, seeing that, you know, being a college freshman, you don't want to get up. You don't want to do anything. You want to party. You want to meet friends. You want to do all the social stuff. But when it comes to the work, why you're really there, you know, for college, it's it's to get the education, to get the classes and, and to go to class and to really make the most of your education. And, um, you know, seeing that every day was kind of ingrained in me, like, you know, yeah, I didn't make it to that. That's a perfect example, actually, because I didn't make it to that bigger goal that I thought I wanted for myself, but what I did do was put myself in a position to have other options, right? It's like, okay, that didn't that didn't happen for me, but at the same time, I did finish my degree. I finished it on time. I went to law school. You know, I I I gave myself a chance to get what I thought I wanted at the time. You know, by goal setting, by looking at it every day, by putting a visual to what I would repeat in my head over and over and over. Um, so that's why I feel like vision boards are especially helpful and take time with it. Don't just, you know, cut and paste for a weekend, like a day and think that, that's what it has to be you might find two or three pictures a week and then decide at the end of the month to put together a vision board once you kind of found all the things that inspire you and that are what you what you're looking to obtain what you're looking for your future to look like and then you put it together there's no wrong or right way to to really show yourself this is what you really want for yourself in the future and last but not least, I mentioned it already, but it's worth mentioning again, take breaks and don't quit. If something is too much for you, especially a physical role, like, you know, you told yourself, I'm going to the gym every single day from now into the first three months so I can drop a bunch of weight and then I'll break it down to two days a week or whatever you want to do. And you get into week two and you're just not going, you're not motivated, you're just tired. There's things going on at work, things going on at home. You haven't been able to make it to the gym. Take a break, take a week off, take four days off intentionally. I'm not going no matter how I feel for these four days. Let yourself kind of rejuvenate. Get that get that back, that feeling back that you had, that inspiration back. And at the end of the fourth day, Try again. And if you have to do that every two weeks, guess what? You're still working closer to your goal than somebody that said, well, I didn't go five days every day. I didn't go every day for the last you know, week and a half. So I'm just going to quit and not do this goal at all. And I'm just going to sit around and, you know, not do anything. Take breaks, you know, take breaks and don't quit. Sometimes you need a break, but it doesn't mean you need to stop entirely. Your goal is still attainable. And those are the eight steps, but I just have like a ninth one now that I'm talking about all this. Um, Really put in your mind how good it would feel to have that goal. You know, how good it would feel to get that home, get that car, you know, work on getting that relationship, work on having the body that you want. Think about that and think about you know, how close you are to getting it because of your weekly goals and really take time in between the weekly goals to be like, wow, like, Go through your little notebook, go through your Google doc and be like, since week one, I've done and say it to yourself out loud since week one, I've lost five pounds since week one. I've went from, you know, barely being able to walk a mile to now jogging five, say it out loud and let yourself be proud of what you've accomplished so far, help to push you to the next step in, in your goals and in what you're trying to achieve. So You know, happy 2021, happy new year. I hope these goal setting tips help you and, um, you know, kick ass, you know, I usually don't curse on this podcast, but I'm telling you sometimes you need a little curse for emphasis and I'm telling you get out there and kick some ass because you know what, at the end of the day, you can never fail yourself. If you get up every day and you try, you're a success in my eyes and that's how you have to see it as well. Okay, my beauties, stay tuned for the outro comments. Okay, this is my least favorite part of the podcast where I have to say goodbye to you. Um, as always, I want to thank our sponsors. Um, and remember, when you support our sponsors, you support our podcast. As always, arrest the cops that killed Brianna Taylor. We won't stop until she gets the justice that she deserves. Have a beautiful day or night, wherever you are. And I truly, truly love you for listening. Bye!